Welcome back to the Social Impact Level Up podcast. This is where we blur the lines between business, nonprofit, and impact. I'm your host, Wendy V, and I'm a social impact strategist here to help you build a successful and sustainable legacy of social change. In this week's episode, we're going to hear from a social entrepreneur who has been on a journey to change the world just like you. If you are interested in social entrepreneurship, this is the place for you. Let's jump right into this week's episode. It's season two, and we are here for another episode starting off our season about how can we live limitless as social entrepreneurs. So that's what we're talking about today. I'm really excited to be here for season two because the podcast has changed a lot, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that. What does that mean for for the the show? What does that mean? Um, If you're listening here live, I'd love to have comments coming in from you. The, The reason I wanted to do this live first part of the podcast season, this very first episode, was because one, I felt like there was so many changes between last season and this season that I didn't want it to just roll into a completely different show. And people had like zero context for what was going on. And one of the things that was going on is that we had a completely different shift and I'm going to be hosting this season solo. So that's why you're here hanging out with me solo tonight. So if you guys don't know me, I'm Wendy Velos. I am a social impact strategist. I help you to build your business or your nonprofit with a social impact mission that is just as important as your mission for profit. And I'm the host of this podcast. So <laughs> the one thing I wanted to do is reintroduce myself to everybody who's listening. If you're just joining us in season to, you're going to hear me going through a series of interviews with 40 social entrepreneurs. That is the goal for this season. Why 40? Well, I felt like that was, you know, a good enough representative sample for you to understand that you're not solo, right? Like if you are someone who is interested in social entrepreneurship, if you are someone who is interested in making an impact, you are not here by yourself. And sometimes this work can be really isolating. So the reason I wanted to talk about this topic, it's just because there's a lot of people who I think get isolated in their work thinking that they're the only do-gooder out there doing this thing and then don't see everybody else who's contributing, right? So this bigger collective of people. So since this is a social impact level of collective, and I'm just here kind of as a conduit to bring everybody together, I thought, why not dig into the stories of these individual social entrepreneurs? And not only the stories that they're talking about, you know, day-to-day life, but also how did they overcome challenges? How did they, you know, get through the day-to-day mindset that they needed to keep showing up and serving? How did they maintain their well-being so that they didn't burn out as they were reaching success or getting through the different steps it takes to be successful? And I was, you know, in the middle of these interviews, knee-deep, and it occurred to me that, there's these themes that keep happening over and over again. So in this launch episode, in this party, we're talking about all these different topics. The things I wanted to really break open are the topics that people were talking about over and over and over again. And I didn't make any fancy slides. I mean, most of you who have been to my lives before, you might know I usually have like all these teaching points and things. There's super not a ton of things to talk about today, except for to show you a couple of video clips to talk a little bit about these themes and then to really dig into, you know, what season two is all about, what you can expect from us. So thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of the Social Impact Level of Podcast family. Super excited to have all of you join us in this video format as well. That's another change that's happening. We are going to have all of these episodes with these amazing people on YouTube. 
The reason is because YouTube provides um, another way for you to connect with the guests and to see exactly you know who they are as they're telling you these things. Of course, we'll still be a podcast. We'll still be in all the normal places that podcasts exist. But I wanted to have the ability to share, you know, all of the different types of things that the people who are our guests are doing that you can connect to, not only in the show notes, but also for you to see the value and how they explain it, you know, verbally and in video, right? So this is the part that um, it really excites me because we're jumping onto the video. <laughs> I'm going to be on video, but in all these videos, right? And I know a lot of people who know me probably you're like, wow, that's a big step for Wendy. So when we're talking about living limitless this year, you know, it's really pushing outside of your comfort zone, right? Thinking about as a social entrepreneur, what are the things that you're doing that are holding you back? What are the mindset shifts that you need to make in to in order to be successful and move forward? Or what are the things that you need to work on as a person, as an individual entrepreneur in order to keep showing up for the people that you're trying to serve? So all of these things come out in amazing ways in the episodes. There's so many stories that I can't even describe how cool it was to be able to step into the lives of so many different people. And all of these people are amazing, amazing people. So I want to jump right into some clips really quick. I'm going to re um, tell you guys what we're doing tonight. So we are going to go through two clips and then I'm going to talk a little bit more about the themes that we have for this season and what it means to be living limitless as a social entrepreneur. So let's talk about this first clip. This first clip is someone that I met on, on Clubhouse, actually, and his name is Cedric Scott. He's amazing. The reason he is the very, very first episode is because he has a scholarship that he created for his mother, and his mother's legacy is living on through this scholarship that he created. And the applications are due next week, right? So he is the very first guest that you will hear from in this season. He's going to, his show drops next Friday. And this season, every episode is going to drop on a Friday. So we're doing this live on a Monday, but it's going to, this episode is going to be a podcast on a Friday and it's going to kick off our season. Well, every episode after that is going to be on a Friday. And thus we have a week that it's live and then we're going to be taping on a Monday airing on a Friday. So this is Cedric Scott's episode and his episode is going to air right before the, the deadline for this scholarship. So wanted to make sure to shout out Cedric and to make sure that he got his props. So what are we talking about in, in this season? I asked a couple of basic questions of people. How, who are you and how do you make an impact, right? Like what exactly are you doing to help other people? I asked people how they maintain their well-being. I asked people how they overcame challenges and what challenges they faced. And then I asked people just some random questions, right, over the course of the interviews. One of the questions I pulled out a couple of times, which Cedric was one of the people who got it, was if you could give yourself advice when you look back on like whatever your beginning of your journey looked like, <laughs> what advice would you give? And um, Cedric just had those really, really cool points. And so I wanted to share this as a preview of what's to come with these interviews. So let's take a listen and then we'll hop back into it. If you had one piece of advice to give to someone who was coming up in your same shoes, but it was maybe a younger version of you or a version of that, um, and they want to make an impact, they want to help others, and they're not necessarily sure what's going on. What would you wish you knew when you were first coming up um, in this space? What advice would you give to yourself? 
That's a great question. Um, I mean, I think for me, I'm, I'm actually going to steal a little piece of uh, advice that I got. Um, and well, like, it's just one of the, the, the best pieces that, that really jumped out at me. Actually, I, I could probably, if it's okay, I could share two things. Yeah, it's yeah, actually, yeah, sure. This I, is your I, episode, I, homie. You share what you want. We got no actually, timetable. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's highlighting actually, um, you know, two really informed people in my life. Um, the first is my grandmother, my father's mom. Um, and one thing she told me before I went to college was because I was I'm a first generation college, you know, student, graduate, and all that type of stuff. And she looked at me one day and she was like, "Look, she's like everybody can't go." And I was like, "What you mean?" She's like, "You know, like not just about the school thing, but she was like, in life, you're going to notice that you're going to look up at certain points, and the people that used to be there are not going to be there." And she was like, "You got to be all right with that." And I was like, "All right, Grandma. You know, you 18. I'm like, all right, I, I got you." But then it started happening. And I was like, man. And then you get to a point where, honestly, you start to say that whole idea, right, of the one who made it out, right? You get, you know, that the survivor's remorse or survivor's guilt, whatever you want to call it. What I would give as as piece of advice to anybody, you know, kind of working toward it is that more than likely, especially if you're on the right track, you're probably going to hit that. Like, that's going to happen to you. Like, you're going to be like, why me? And you'll question, like, why you were quote unquote like chosen. <laughs> um I mean and my advice would simply be like just try your best not to not to do that to yourself because it's going to actually detract and kind of take away from more of the work that you could do. And you're going to question yourself in everything that you do, you know, all the stuff that you begin to put out. And if anybody were to say anything contrary to, you know, the work that you're putting in you're going to probably give it more prom prominence than it deserves. And that's going to, again, take away. So if you really want to have an impact, just push, just push, put your head down and, and, and grind and work because listening to all and everything else and, you know, not blocking out the noise is going to be probably the biggest distract distractor and disruptor of what you say that you want to do. So that's number one. Yeah, and I love this this thought that Cedric had. There were two two pieces to his advice. So if you want to hop into the episode that we have next week, not this Friday, but the Friday after, um, that's going to be it's a season two, episode two with Cedric Scott. You'll hear the rest of the advice, which is actually really good from his father as well. But his grandmother was saying something really profound that I wanted to talk about tonight because I thought about it when we were, when he was telling me the story, I was like, you know, that's really true, right? There's um, a, a time in your life where you don't know what path is going, you're going to take and you're kind of like seeing who's around you and comparing yourself to whoever's around you. And then later on in your journey, you'll also do the same thing where you'll sit and you'll compare yourself to who's around you. And it may not be the same people, right? And what his grandmother was trying to say was, there's, you're going to recognize that if that, if you do that, you're going to kind of lose energy by continuing to compare yourself to these other people. It might be better to just recognize that, you know, those people who are there with you at a specific point may not be with you later on the journey. And your, your goal is to just kind of put your head down and keep working and keep moving forward. And I think it was really interesting, um, a really interesting thought that he shared in terms of what he would tell, you know, his younger self, right, which was essentially his grandma they're telling him when he was younger hey this is what's going to happen and then you know him being able to see that later in his journey that it did in fact happen 
I don't know if you've experienced this. I've definitely experienced this to where I have looked up and all of a sudden people that I thought were my peers, my equals or whatever have gone in a completely different, you know, different direction. And I think that there's always something about that, you know, moving forward in your life and your journey where you have to continue to just move forward. Right. And I think that there's definitely points that I can, I can resonate with that advice. And so thanks to Cedric for sharing that from his, from his grandmother, that was very wise. And I think that, um, you know, shows as a social entrepreneur that taking this journey, you know, that you have, that you've been on and thinking back about all of the experiences you've had in your life, how can you use them to move forward, to serve more people, to make a bigger impact, to do what you really want to do or what you're passionate about? All of that knowledge that you have, it comes from your lived experience, right? And some of your lived experience might be things that are unique to you because it's your particular grandma who gave you this particular advice. And I think that Cedric just really showed the legacy of um, who he has in his in his family. So again, he has a scholarship for young people who are going into the STEM um, education. I think it's it's undergrad and there's a thousand dollar scholarship. If you are interested in applying to it, it is going to close next week. <laughs> so I will make sure that the link to that gets put into the comments. So the other thing that I wanted to talk about tonight was from another friend, a different friend who I met through the FinCon community. And a lot of people know me from FinCon because I've been there a couple of times and I kind of hang out in that space with the financial content creators. And I always like to learn because again, like, I don't think you can ever learn enough about your financial wellness. And it's something that as entrepreneurs, we have to pay attention to a lot, being in the right mindset to manage your money, manage your business and to make sure that you are doing everything um, that you can to build wealth. That's something that the people at FinCon talk about all the time, which is why I love to be in that space. So I had a friend that I made there at FinCon last year named Clifton Corbin, who is really awesome. And he was talking about with me, particularly, you know, this journey of people building a business, building content creation based marketing strategies, and how do you kind of, you know, keep continue to do some of the work that you do. So we had a really cool episode that we taped. It's going to be um, in later on the beginning of this season. I think it's around episode six and it's a really fun conversation. And I think I, I can't thank Clint Clifton enough for everything that we talked about in that episode. And one of the things that we talked about is going to be the clip that we, that I bring up next. And I just wanted to preface this with, um, when you have really smart friends, sometimes they say some really smart stuff, but I really resonated with what Clifton is saying in this clip. So I'm not going to give it away. I'm just going to jump right into the clip and then I will come back and have another chat about this one too. In your experience as an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur who's really focused on helping others, not so much just on profit, what has been the biggest challenge that you've had to navigate? Oh, it's wanting to give, but not always putting the value on yourself or your time. So great example, uh, I was just asked to talk uh, at a school. I love talking at schools, talking to a parent community at a school. Uh, and it's like, well, this is how much I charge for a talk. And like, what well, can you do it for cheaper? And I was like, yeah, I, I could do it for cheaper. And then, you know, they start asking around like, well, this group can do it for free. Will you do it for free? And I was like, well, technically, yes, I could do it for free because my end goal is to make sure that this community has this knowledge. But if I do it for free, 
then I am devaluing myself, which is, you know, most times I'm, it's, it's such a, it's such a, such a mind bending thought. Like you want to give, you need to give, it's like in you to help. But if you don't charge anything for it, then you will not have the capacity to continue to give. So you need to have some type of boundaries there. Um, so I would say that's one of the biggest challenges is that making sure that you're you're actually recouping some of the value that you're putting out there, which is so hard when you're doing something that you want to do. You want to do it altruistically. You just want to give it. Like if I, like the amount of times I've just been like, here, just take this, just have that. And if it was like a recording, I'm fine, whatever. But if I have to then say, I am going to forego tuck in time to meet with this parent community, which I would have to do, I'm giving up something very valuable there. And I'm also providing something very valuable in that my time and the content that I speak on and the subject matter that I speak on is valuable. So there's a lot of value that I'm giving or foregoing. And if the compensation for that is a thank you and a pat on the back, it might not be worth my time. But at the same time, the value, like I want, I want to provide this. Like it's something I want to give, but I, so that's a challenge. That's just a, a challenge that I have. And I, I kind of, stayed firm. I was like, well, I will discount it. Sure. But then I'm, I'm done. Um, and I don't know if it will, if it will come back to me or not. I, and I said, and I, I said this earnestly, if you can get the same type of content for free and it's a matter of budget for your, you know, the school community, then I want you to get the content. If you don't get it. And I say this on podcasts, I say this all the time. Like if you're seeking out information on financial literacy and you say, you know what, Clifton, I like what you're doing, but I can't afford your book. Is there any other resources out there? I'm like, if you can go to my blog, you know, that's for free, you know, cliftoncorbin.com slash blog. It's all there. It's free. Or go find someone else, find a podcaster, find the resource that works for you, um, no matter where you're getting it from. And I said this to the same school. I was like, if you want, if you can get equal value for less and it ma it's a matter of your budget, then go for it. Because what matters to me is that you're getting this content. But then at the same time, I don't get paid for that. <laughs> this is such a deep conversation. I remember talking with Clifton about this because it was like he hit a chord so deep about the value that you put on yourself as a social entrepreneur needing to both, you know, eat and survive and also help others, right? Like if your business is really about giving, serving and helping other people, or if you're running a nonprofit, like that's inherently part of your mission. So it's sometimes difficult to think about, well, how do I also thrive? And I get this question so often from people who are founding a nonprofit or who are early on in thinking about what are they doing with their business? And they're like, shoot, like, how am I supposed to do this thing that I want to do that's going to help other people and also make a profit and be able to help myself, help my kids build my legacy. And, you know, what Clifton said was also true as well, you know, not wanting to burn out, camping everywhere at once. If you're trading off, you know, free time to serve, but then in the um, family kind of social wellness aspect, you're not able to show up for your family, then that is a little bit of a challenge, right? For the people who you know and love who need you to show up for them. <laughs> so there are a lot of challenges here on not being able to be everywhere as a social entrepreneur. So the things that we've been talking about in this season are so super important. And the way that each of my guests go through their lived experience, the ways that they describe, you know, the overcoming moments of, of triumph that they had where they, you know, had a challenge, they were able to navigate it, they might have had to pivot or do something. 
uh, to really, you know, get to the next step. But a lot of people said things like, you know, they've accessed coaching, they've been through therapy, they've done deep work on their mindset, they've gone through hypnosis or practiced hypnosis. And there's a lot of different things like tools that people have used to get to where they want to go. And we talk all about these things. We go all over the conversations that we had in season one as well. You know, what is it like to move from being an employee to being your own boss? And how do you show up to manage your own organization? Or how do you show up the way you want to show up to lead your own organization? And we talk a lot about how people can really step out and follow their passion, especially when they're at the point of burnout or in a career where they no longer feel like it's a fit for their values or a fit for their experience, or they're not being valued enough. These are things that people often navigate, particularly people who've been recently laid off, might be feeling some of these things. You know, how do I then go towards a more passion-driven, um, purpose-driven um, whether whether it's a social enterprise or not, just something that I feel passionate about. And I think that that is something over and over again we hear in these episodes as well as how people decided to follow their passion and what that looked like for them. Like what were the first steps? What was, um, you know, how did they get their clients? How did they do, how did they just decide what they were even going to do and what their purpose was? And it's really cool to just dig into all of these different social entrepreneurs, because like I said, some are nonprofit leaders, some are business leaders, um, some are further on their journey, some are really early on in their journey. And it's been really neat to talk to all of these different people with different perspectives on, you know, what is going to make the world a better place, right? Like what is their purpose and why they're serving? And it's completely different from each other, from me, from even people who are all talking about similar things, have a completely different lens and how they're doing it. And it was really, really cool to, um, to be able to culminate all of these different perspectives into one space. And that's really what the season two for the social impact level up podcast is all about. And as you kind of go through this content and digest it with me, I'd love for people to be able to express, you know, if they've had these similar experiences or if the, they've gotten value from what these people have shared, what the guests have shared. And if there is value in there, you know, what, what is that? The different platforms that we're on, whether it's podcast or YouTube or wherever you encounter this content, love to have your thoughts on, you know, what exactly has been helpful when you hear a lot of these interviews. Now, um, at least for me, the things that I'd like to share in this first episode is that, you know, my intent with this season is to help demystify social entrepreneurship and to make it a little bit easier for people who are either starting out in their business as a nonprofit or people who are already like well into their journey but just want to maintain inspiration and momentum that there's something here for you and that it doesn't need to be you know a big huge profound you loved every moment of every episode sort of situation what I really want is for people to have the opportunity to see behind the curtain of social entrepreneurs' journeys and what makes a successful social enterprise and how do you build it? Like what is what is the the mess that you go through or what is the what is like it look like at your pinnacle of you know success, like all you know, highs and the lows and everything in between. And so the, the season is really going to be all about these different levels of what people can kind of pull back of an onion for us about what social entrepreneurship is. 
And I'm really excited to be able to host this season, to be able to share this, all of this content that people have put out there. And I'm really, really excited. I'm super respect that people share their lived experience. And that is how in the lens in which we ask folks to come to this conversation with you. And I think as a listener, the value in hearing people's lived experience is that they're people just like you, right? They're people just like me. They're people who started in a lot of different ways, <laughs> a variety of walks of life, a variety of countries even. And it's not always the same sort of story. And you hear that over and over again in these interviews, the different perspectives, particularly a lot of my BIPOC guests, how different lived experiences, particularly with people of color, can be, you know, just really different and also sometimes very similar. And so we have a lot of these conversations about cultural nuances and equity and what does it mean like to break stereotypes and to have barriers and microaggressions and things that you've experienced throughout your life, which I think is a really powerful thing for people to share vulnerably. So I really commend a lot of my guests who do kind of give you a glimpse into what exactly they've experienced as humans and to be vulnerable about and humble about, you know, what they've been able to create and how they got there. And so I think that these are you know, just amazing people that you're going to hear from. Now, the other thing to kind of think about as the season goes by, I'll bring on more people. I'll do more lives. We'll definitely continue to connect. There's going to be opportunities to have merchandise and all these things related to the podcast. We're really building a community and want to make sure that you're invited into the community. You're joining us for either a live or you're going to be, you know, somehow with us in the podcast and commenting and being part of where we are on LinkedIn and on YouTube primarily. We also have a clubhouse house. So that's also another place you can connect with the social impact level of collective. This is a group of people who are really rocking and changing the world and want to make sure that you are part of that as well. And if you're living limitless as a social entrepreneur, you know, all of the tips and resources that we offer in these episodes throughout the season are basically what you need. These are the roadmaps. These are the shortcuts. Like, I don't know how to provide you any more value-packed free content than the stuff that is in each of these episodes. And a lot of the people who gave extra, you know, here's a, a link to an extra thing, or there's this on my website, you know, there's so much value in everything that was shared through this season. So I'm super excited to, um, to bring all of this to you. All right. So that's it for me. I'm Wendy V. A lot of you guys know me as, you know, Wendy V. I'm a social impact strategist. I am here as the host of the Social Impact Level Up podcast. And about basically through the rest of the year, <laughs> I'm going to walk you through social entrepreneurship and what it means to be a social entrepreneur living limitless. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Social Impact Level Up podcast. It's been awesome to interview today's guests, and I hope that you leave inspired to take action. If you're looking for any of the information we spoke about, it's probably down in the show notes. Make sure that you're checking them out and you're clicking on any of the links that seem exciting to you. If you are looking for a coach or a consultant to help you with your social impact or your sustainability, reach out to me via my website, hop on my email list, or jump into one of my programs all of the links are below. So excited to have you as part of the collective. Make sure that you come back and join us for another episode. 